Oi, oi, a fork. Oi, a fork. Yeah. You fork and yeah. idiot. Oi. Yeah. Oi, you're gonna, you're, you're gonna take a mean beating. Oi, I can, I'm, I'm, I'm the, I'm the fucking beetles of the fucking fighting. Uh, I'm Floyd Mayweather, and I said Voltron at a press conference. So, form Voltron. Good shit. That happened. That happened. Good shit. I mean, oh, I, if nothing makes you more exciting than an Irish guy saying he's the best thing. He, he's, he's the Kanye West of boxing. And then um, I could, the it, other guy is the other Kanye West of boxing, and but he says Voltron a couple times. I could, well, I mean, that makes him Kanye West then, because that's what power was that was that entire track was just him shouting on Voltron and Voltron. Yep, that's I'm it. Voltron, it's a metaphor. Bitch, I'm Voltron. I could give and you my Oh you fuck <laughs> I could give you my Mike Tyson impersonation, but I don't know if that's better or worse. Connor McGregor fights Mike Tyson. I'm a I'ma kiss you. I'ma kiss you right on the mouth, you gay ass motherfucker. Oh you oh, fuck. Oh I'll kiss you harder Oh, we're gonna we're gonna make out. That's what we're gonna do. And you know what? I, I ain't gay for it. Oh, I'm gonna fork you. <laughs> and scene, scene, running across the stage. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Fight Forever, the most fanciful fighting podcast on the interwebs. Yeah, yeah, fake fighters fighting fake fights. Usually it's a wrestling podcast. This week we're talking a lot about MMA and um, that Mayweather-McGregor match. You know, but fake the- fights. I mean, it's not like the, the, this podcast was uh, wrestling war forever. War <laughs> forever. Yeah, but it was a dumb wrestling Whatever. But it was a dumb wrestling meme, so like, you know, it's, I mean, it's, if you're in the know, you're in the know. Yeah. Like, if we say, if we started a podcast called Man Rips Apart a Beach Ball on national television <laughs> to That's, a uproarious crowd reaction. I mean, we're going to talk about that in a moment, but. <laughs> I'm just saying, if we call the new, we had a new podcast called Rip Beach Balls Apart. Fuck your fucking beach balls. <laughs> I'm Zach and I am Colin and this has been a goddamn week for fight sports man oh, holy oh, oh my damn oh, oh my God. goodness oh man I need to sit over here I can put my head between my knees we have so much to talk about this week dude I'm chilling I'm, I'm you know having a cup of coffee somebody tells me oi uh, hey John Jones you're fucked <laughs> And uh, and also then then I looked up and saw who it was and it was Conor McGregor and uh, he then told me oh I'm fighting Saturday so you better have saved up that hundred bucks oh you I hope you hope you've got the cash because I'll come fuck you up personally if I'll you fuck you online if you don't give that to me so I can get my ten cents for Mayweather seventy five precisely oh and by the way I hope you didn't want to talk about SummerSlam or wrestling because. 
There was like 10 hours of that this weekend, but too bad, too bad. I mean, honestly, though, there was six hours of content, and probably about 15 minutes of that is worthwhile. Yeah, it's so infuriating because WWE is 100% not worth the time it asks of you as a fan. Just flat out. I don't think it's been that way in a number of years. It just isn't. It's so I'm I am not you aren't rewarded for your time. They don't value it. They don't feel particularly fucked to give you good content. Even even the fucking crickets in the arena are sitting there like, God, Jeez, this is what a fucking, fucking stupid God. What is this? Man. Mm. By the way, uh that's that's the new wrestling gimmick for Shinsuke Nakamura. He's a cricket. He comes out to crickets. Oh, sorry. He is a cricket. He is a cricket. Is this a Mulan joke? The the artist known as Shinsuke Nakamura, and he just comes out as a cricket, and they're like, he's really artistic and shit. Ooh. Wow, Vince be. did a fuck ton of PCP over the weekend. It was his 72nd birthday. I mean, listen. If you were the uh, a, a, an eternal wizard living in the body of wrestling promoter Vince McMahon in a multi-million dollar sold nexus at the top of your towers in Stamford, Connecticut with a T-Rex skull in your wall, I mean, I'd get fucked up when I turned 72, too. Have you have you heard about that, like, like Dave Meltzer likes to tell the story every year on Vince McMahon's birthday? Like, he tells the same story every year like a fucking dad. Hey, one time we touched dicks. It was pretty cool. It was I'm pretty all right. Hey, uh, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was pretty good. You know what I love about Dave? Not to cut you off too much, but I love, like, when he's trying to tell a story, he has to comb his brain so hard, like, it's, everything is literally organized in filing cabinets. Yes, it like, is. he has to walk around inside of his own brain and remember where the fuck he put everything. He, that man, that man has a everything. lot of information on just this bullshit. Just this bullshit. And he just, he can't keep track of it all, so I'm surprised he has this one Vince McMahon story at hand every year. So, there's a, uh, there's a story that he tells her every year about like I'm gonna I'm gonna be a dad and I'm gonna tell uh, Dave Meltzer's story. So oh, congratulations, he's a yeah, lucky lady. I know you're um, a dad now. Yeah, I know. It's, nice to meet you, Dad. Yeah, I'm the dad and the mom. Anyway, um, fucking Dave Meltzer tells a story about how like in 1992 or whatever it was, it's like 92 <laughs> or 94, like fucking fucking uh, he was hanging out with Vince. And, and like he's like, hey Vince, it's your birthday. And he goes, oh it is. Oh, and then he's like, so how old are you, Vince? And he's like, um, I I can't remember. How old am I, Dave? And then he goes, you're uh you're you're fifty. You're 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 fifty one, Vince. Oh. And then he goes, oh, well that solves that. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's he's a he's a soulless wizard just yeah. inhabiting the body of a wrestling. Yes, promoter, I'm telling you. Talking about <laughs> talking about one, how much Dave Meltzer knows about this shit. One, two, that Vince McMahon is actually thousands of years old. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's uh, older than time itself. Flash back to a time before numbers existed. <laughs> 
where all he knew were the endless ta- the turn of the sun, the cosmic ballet. Yeah. So I guess this is my uh, happy birthday, Vince McMahon. I guess I'll send you some uh, pictures of Roman Reigns and lingerie. I know how much you love it. Where do you? Who do you think got those photos in the first place, dude? <laughs> he probably took them. I'm gonna say. Oh, all right. You're a tiger. You're a tiger. Get ferocious. <laughs> Look at me like I've been bad. You're a playful kitty. <laughs> so naughty. Ooh. Play with the yarn ball. Play with the yarn ball, goddammit. Ooh. Start, start crawling towards me real slow. Meow. Meow for your fucking life, Roman. Meow for your daddy. You want my milk? Oh, okay. This happened. This oh, happened. And boy. That's what makes me. This literally happened, and that's why I'm uncomfortable. So, uh, all right, let's get this over with. We got a whole bunch of WWE to cover. Um, so we're gonna just kind of free flow it. We got bullet points, but it's a big block discussion of the last week in WWE. So, frankly, yeah. there's too much to. What do we got? What do we got? So uh, Saturday, fucking NXT. What is their worth? Um, Oscar had a pretty okay match and did not lose to Ember. Oscar versus Ember was, was pretty goddamn fucking good. balls out crazy. Yeah, I gotta admit, like I th- I think it was the right move not to quite let Ember get it because she wasn't a hundred percent there. She was close, but though. she was so close. Like I could get into it. Like this match kind of showed me. All right, I think I could kind of see where it's going. Ember is in ring. She is beyond ready. But Oh yeah, there's just a little as a, a personality? Yeah. As a personality, she it's, is not she's ready. She's just not it's in I think I think again there there will be the more she does this on NXT kind of contending with people that aren't Asuka. I think She'll start doing things I like, and I'll like start liking what she's doing, and everything will start kind of coming together. Because this is what ostensibly NFT is supposed to be for, you know, is the in is the right. finishing school. So, you know, and it's public knowledge because they've already announced it. It got taped, but they haven't said it. Um, it hasn't aired yet, but um, Asuka is leaving NXT undefeated. She is um, abdicating her title and is going to go up to. Rumor is to Raw, but uh, Oscar's is ending. It her. makes more sense to put her on Raw. Uh, sure. Makes a fuck ton more sense because, like, SmackDown already has plenty of faces between Charlotte, Becky, and Naomi. Like, they have plenty of what they need on Raw is a good because Bailey's gonna go heel. All that they have is Sasha on Raw. Yeah, they need. Asuka to come in and eat Sasha alive. You could turn Sasha heel and just have every the entire women's division keep butting up against Asuka. And Asuka just, just fucking fucks them. them over and over. Because didn't Asuka win the title off of Naya? No. No, Bailey. She oh. won that she won that at last year's takeover at Takeover Dallas. She was I was at that match. But didn't Asuka like fight Naya? I don't... Probably. I mean... Probably. Pretty sure that happened, and I'm pretty sure she kicked the shit out of her. Oh, probably. 
I'm sure that happened, but she wanted Bailey didn't. This is Bailey. This is like Bailey's second defense or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, she didn't tap. She passed out in the Oscar lock. So that was um. Yeah, but that title didn't change hands. The fucking like the the thing about that about that NXT show is that like every match actually every match was NXT actually NXT Brooklyn three, not NXT yeah. Dallas. Yeah, but the, the NXT Brooklyn this one past like, week. Like every match was fucking fire. Like the worst match was merely pretty good. And and that was that that was the sanity. Yeah. Yeah. That was okay. And that was still like no, there were some moments in there where I was like, That's fucking cool. Uh, there was some yeah, it was good. I mean those guys are I could I can kind of see uh authors of pain sort of being a solid mm-hmm. unit now. Um there was some weirdness. I, I think, think they're ready. The, I, there was some weirdness about the the tag in to Eric Young. Like, wouldn't it have worked better in reverse if it was like, oh, they were expecting Alexander Wolf and Eric Young, and then suddenly Killian Dang tags in. Like, I think that was backwards, and that was a little weird to see because that's not how tag matches work. But that being the worst match still makes that a pretty goddamn good wrestling show, and a much higher. Average match quality than anything on SummerSlam. Yes, um, it was very exciting. Not least of which is what we saw—the debut of Red Dragon, technically, but also Adam Cole, baby. So that is the other big deal. There's an I mean, ROH. It was action, ostensibly. It was um, interesting, just because like he popped in. You know, he beat the shit out of McIntyre. And then that was it. Like, they did the little fake-out ending. Yep. You know, and mm-hmm. then they had him come up, beat the shit out of him. And that was it. The crowd was electric oh, for fucking him. fucking electric. But what's weird is, like, I sort of feel bad for McIntyre a little bit. Because he took it off of a heel that was more popular than him. And he's going to drop the title to a face that's a foot shorter than him and much more popular. Like. Precisely. And again, McIntyre got good. You know, he's he's been fucking killing it in the Brit rest scene for a while. And then it's like, oh, here's your big moment in NXT. You're keeping the belt warm for Adam Cole. Sorry, buddy. McIntyre is somebody who... Man, you'd think that with what he looks like and everything about him. Because not only is he tall, but he's actually a good-looking guy. He yeah. kind of looks like... He's like tall Brian Kendrick. Yeah, he's... Tall like and more is. muscular Brian Kendrick. Yeah. And so, like, it's kind of a perfect look. Like, he's a good-looking guy. Yeah, he's um, like a pretty, pretty typical what you'd expect a pro wrestler to be. But, like actually like because when when if somebody was like like told 14 year old boy me like draw what you think a pro wrestler looks like i would draw you braun Strowman. um but it'd either be long hair or a long beard but it's a big tall muscly dude yeah yeah but he looks like you know he's closer i mean not exactly but he's closer to the mundo morrison uh esque look you know not as like fucking movie potential as that yeah 
Because, like, that motherfucker, like, the moment you see somebody like Morrison, you're like, this motherfucker belongs in movies. You know? He's, he's doing he's doing acting gigs. And he's, he's about to, he's, he didn't even need to fucking do Lucha anymore, man. He could just do that shit. But why wouldn't you? Know? Uh, so you don't injure yourself and you don't have to stay in this terrible business? If you got one leg out of it anyways, what's the difference? I suppose. Yeah. And just leave at any point. Yeah, exactly. But you know, Adam Cole, fuck yeah. Uh, he belongs in this. And man, they're going to ruin him. Like, not in NXT, but in the main roster, he's going to move up. He's going to have the potential to be Stone Cold Steve Austin. And they're never going to no, let him. Don't get worry that. about it. Triple H just has to hold him in NXT until the ghost that inhabits the shell of Vince McMahon decides to move on and get a new host. It hasn't for 72 years. Listen, it's got to break sometime, buddy. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Mm. Yeah, no, they are... They are keeping on that bullshit. Yeah, he'll step down eventually. Um, So, from, from there... To follow up the pretty goddamn solid Saturday show, we got the Sunday pay-per-view at SummerSlam, and who boy, who boy, who boy. Uh, much more underwhelming. Uh, particular lowlights, I think, were the Miz, Taraj, and the Hardy Boys wrestling in a completely yes. empty arena, which is kind of hilarious. Um, Enzo completely ruining... The idea of the shark cage match, and then Big Cash just completely demolishing both him and Big Show without even really trying. Um, what else, man? Oh, and Jinder beating Shinsuke Nakamura in like the flattest, worst Ugh. garbage match I think I've seen in quite a while. Maybe not the worst match, but certainly one of the most disappointing. And it wasn't even necessarily the fact that Shinsuke didn't win. It's just the fact that it was just they just didn't click. They had no time to make it was, anything happen. It was fucking it was a train wreck. Like you watch like you just watch the ending sequence and like the perfect summary of how terrible this match went is just like when he does his like that super weak looking slam. The Coloss. Which is like a great name for the worst move. Um, like, he fucking did that shit, and, like, he couldn't even find Shinsuke's arm. Yeah. It's like Shinsuke was like, are it's you like, sure? Yeah, uh, yeah, we're gonna do, okay, we're gonna do the, and he's, like, trying to fish and grab his arm, and, like, Jinder's, like, frantically pounding his chest, trying to grab it, and then Shinsuke didn't jump right, and he didn't get him up, and it was all, it was just terrible. It was just bad. But even if that was, like, smoothly executed, it would have just been the same old fucking heels the two jobbers running along with the heel champ just cost it for him you know there's something that I'm curious about there because I almost feel like I almost feel like Shinsuke sacked him Um, listen Shinsuke is famous for running in cruise control when shit doesn't matter well I'm wondering if that's pissing Vince off I'd probably I'm wondering if that's part of what's wrong. I mean, here. but here's the deal: it's like uh, I'm the I'm Shinsuke Nakamura. 
Y'all paid me a lot of money to come here. Why are we fucking around? Let's just do this damn thing. Mm-hmm. Again, not that I'm 100% absolving Shinsuke from that, but, like, you have the most... Ex- you had... Two years ago, he was the most exciting guy in wrestling, and now he's, like, just another fucking dude. And, I mean, that's the great skill of WWE is to bring everybody down to their level, you know? Right. And, I mean, we, we about fucking called it. I mean, Vince couldn't let some other guy go over his pet project. Especially not a lazy guy who was just one of the top dudes in Japan, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's the that's the thing. I think Shinsuke can... We've seen Shinsuke turn it on stateside. Because a lot of those takeover matches were pretty goddamn Against good. Against Joe. Joe... I mean, I will. I think I forever have to say Zayn Nakamura is one of my favorite matches, and that's not just because I saw it live. Um, I mean, it's the fucking namesake for the show. Yeah, uh, but uh, holy balls! Yeah, I mean, it Shinsuke was some can good shit. Do it even in the WWE style or with WWE people at least, but it's just they just weren't there today, and it was just the most fucking deflating thing. But at least the main event was pretty good. So, um, what what the fuck else is there on on SummerSlam? Uh, the, what Usos uh, New Day did well. Yeah, the tag matches were good. It was fine. Cesaro, the Bar versus the sh- that was a lot of fun. That was pretty good. Uh, fucking is this the end of Beach Ball Mania? Yeah, Beach Ball Mania is over. Ugh, Chris Jericho's heart is broken. I know. They're gonna start chanting Beach Balls, Beach Balls. CM instead of CM Punk, it's now Beach we want, Ball. We want Beach Balls. I, I, I want to be Beach Ball Punk. Beach Ball Punk. CM Punk branded Beach Balls. With Macho Man. What, what so, else? Um, and sneezing. What what else does Vince McMahon hate? What does Vince McMahon did you hate? hear that Vince McMahon banned all swim-related items? No snorkels? No, you can't bring a snorkel. No goggles, no flippers. No flippers, no... You can't come in my little pool floaties. Yeah, no fucking... Uh, what, what what are those big ass birds you float on the inflatable birds? Oh, a pterodactyl. Yes, those. yeah, no pterodactyls, good. No pterodactyls, um, and and those like little uh, the, those little tuby things that you fucking. Ride. None of those little swan boats you take through the tunnel of love. Can't bring them in. Damn it! Can't bring it to a WWE I show. I can't come in my scuba gear, Vince. You're just killing me. He hates water-related things. You know, P- PWG does one scuba match one time, and then everyone loves it, and he's like, no, I hate it. Can't do it. It's terrible. Ah. I've got an idea, though. We'll have him battle in a mine shaft. <laughs> have a canary in a coal mine match. The coal miners glove match was literally a real thing. Well, that actually happened. When? Uh, WCW in the eighties. Holy shit! shit. He, yeah. So, yeah. No, that's. I mean, so he he kills. Beach Why do we because, watch this garbage? Uh, because it's when it's fun, it's great, and when it's bad, <sighs> it's funny. So, you know. Oh, it's neither right now. No, we just love misery. Is the third leg to that stool? Um. um yeah. <sighs> Um, so, uh... Not much else. I mean, um, besides the main event. Yeah, the main event... The thing about the main event, though, is uh, my the biggest problem with it 
Lesnar gets crushed by a five pound table. Oh, oh my god. Oh god, he's dying. Somebody's killed Brock Lesnar with a very clearly easy to lift cardboard table. Oh, oh that table must weigh a thousand pounds. Uh, it gets blown off in the wind. <laughs> sneezes and falls apart. <laughs> oh, I'm Brock Lesnar. Oh, I'm dying. This table's crushing me. Uh, uh, I'm Brock Lesnar. Uh, uh, I'm going to mount my wife and drink a Miller. Uh, <laughs> good shit. Oh, I have so much to say about that boy, but yeah, that's coming we'll up there. later. No, but okay. Um, the table spot was cool in execution, but it has the same problem as the steel steps, which is the moment you turn it upside down, you see exactly how hollow it is. So it's like, this doesn't really hurt at all. And then it's like, oh, buddy. Oh, okay, well. They're like, that table must weigh like 300 pounds. It's like, probably one guy carried that in one of this us morning. could carry that in. Yeah. That morning, somebody loaded that in, and it was somebody probably smaller than either of us. Um, however, it does look very good to see Strowman throw Lesnar through a table, and then through another table, and then just throw that third table onto Lesnar, because Brock Lesnar getting his shit kicked in is good business, because we have seen Brock Lesnar not get thrown around forever, you know? So... Well, you need him to throw shit around for a while. Yeah. And then get a big guy to kick his shit in. And then, yeah, it's, it's it's simple. It worked for Goldberg. It worked for Joe for the hot minute. They did, they thought that maybe Joe could be worth something, and then it's going to work for Strowman. But, like, here's my problem. Even more than Goldberg, even more than Joe, Strowman has, like, long-term potential for the company. Are we doing the Lesnar match too soon? Because that's, like, that's a WrestleMania match. No, because the WrestleMania match is against Roman Reigns. Reigns versus the entire roster and all of his haters line up and we punches Superman punches every single one of us and we all have to take the dive. Yes, we do. I'm gonna fight the woo ah, I'm gonna fight the entire audience. Ooh ah. Uh, ah. That's that's a that match had so many Roman Reigns ooh ah. Uh, I enjoy that he just adopted a chant that sounds like people booing, so people, he can just claim they're chanting it along with him. Yeah. That's clever. That's actually my favorite part of that chant, is that people are actually booing him, but he's like, they're just doing the thing that I like to do. All of, of all of the cheap Paul Heyman wrestling tricks they adopted, I'm glad they took Danny Doring. People need to stop booing him and just start chanting, fuck you, at him. Like, as soon as he starts that, just, fuck you! Just, nobody do anything. Just let them have to fucking crank the music even louder. Just sit on your hands the entire time. During the match. Especially during the match. So, like, they have to turn on the music. During the match. During the match. <laughs> so he can like, steal the new Jack thing, too. This is really awkward. Oh. You can hear him calling spots. Uh, uh, Superman punch. Superman punch again. Wait, hold on. I'm going to do it twice. Get ready. Okay, Samoan drop. And then a Superman punch. So uh, we're going to try that tombstone again. <laughs> we're going to bring out Undertaker because he got his uh, hip replaced again. Y'all are going to do the tombstone spot again. And you're going to do it right this time. 
Oh, oh, Undertaker, you got a new hip? You just got out of surgery? You got a new hip? And right back on the mat. Uh, uh, Superman punch, spear, one, two, three. Um, yeah. So do we want to breeze through Raw and SmackDown? Because we got so much other stuff to talk about this week. So much other shit. Uh, so... There, I, I just want to mention a few things. Um, yeah. Fucking, I don't even care about Raw. Fucking, the, Enzo Amore's on 205 Live, so that's not even no, worth No, he won the feud for losing. Colin, this is perfect. He, fu- he fucking put Big Cass in the hospital because Big Cass kicked him too hard. Do you see where this is going? That's kind of beautiful. Enzo is going to tag team accidentally with Roman Reigns against the rest of the Shield, win the titles... And then beat Brock Lesnar by accident for the W for the Universal Title. Enzo is going to fuck his way up into being the top star of the company. That would be the best thing ever. If and this is actually a theory that I have about something else later on um, in this because I think it's going to be a parallel to what happens in the fight tomorrow night, um, which is uh, Enzo Amore wins the title by Brock Lesnar punching him so hard that he breaks his hand <laughs> and they have to call the match. I want like <laughs> I want a piece of the scaffolding to come down and like put Brock in the hospital. <laughs> oh god, I can't. Oh no. Oh no, you're winner by default. <laughs> you're winner by default. Enzo Amore. <laughs> that is the be- like Brock Lesnar's like this is an open challenge to anybody. Um <laughs> And then Enzo Amore comes out, and Brock Lesnar hits him so hard that he breaks his arm. <laughs> he fucking, over Enzo's he face. He fucking himself. <laughs> yes. Like, he's gonna slug him, and you just see his arm crumple. <laughs> like a fucking train wreck it bends over on his yeah, His arm just turns to rubber. Your winner and new champion, Enzo Amore. Enzo Mori's face is just dented in, and he's like, I'm the real jeez. Like, Vince is so apoplectic, he's yelling at Carmella, Just go, go do it, turn your. I don't care, we'll write, we'll make it work. Please, just not him. We'll fucking handle it tomorrow. Anything, please. In one night, Brock Lesnar explodes in a freak accident. Mm. Enzo is champion. And then Carmella, your new WWE champion. <laughs> Great. No, somehow they get like they would rather have James Ellsworth. I was say, that's where it goes, right? It's just James Ellsworth. <laughs> I just want the worst schlubby dudes to fight. This is going to be mm. Enzo and Ellsworth. When does Ellsworth go to 205 Live I don't know, and win his feud against Enzo Amore? No, they're a tag team, dude. What, you mean You mean Pretty Jimmy Dream? Yeah, Enzo Amore. Yeah, and Pretty Jimmy. And he's really fucking ugly, and you can't teach that. The most handsome man in the room. I mean, I'm, he's not quite as handsome, but he's pretty close. Pretty Jimmy Dream, everybody. And he doesn't have a fucking chin. And, and you, he can't help that. <laughs> it's just a condition. Do not make fun of him. That's really God rest the soul. <laughs> what? God rest, God. <laughs> okay, that's good. Um, and on SmackDown, uh, fucking Bobby we got Rude. we got Bobby Roode. Or so, so Triple H made his great debut on SmackDown. Triple H's son, Triple H Junior. 
Don't talk to me or my son ever again. Do n- never, never bury me or my son again. <laughs> um, oh. and then um, I'm fucking uh, Shelty Binge. Yeah, my boy, one of my favorite fucking people. He's pretty good. Like, as 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 a kid, because. Well, fuck that gold standard Shelty Benj. Oh yeah, that ECW stuff with Garb. Well, even before that, like gold standard Benjamin, bad. Shelton's mama, racist and bad. But like Shelton Benjamin is WWE is Raw Intercontinental Champion, and he's getting super kicked by Shawn Michaels bouncing off the ropes. That was fucking that shit. like Shelton Benjamin had the best spot in Money in the Bank for like five years running. Always amazing. Beautiful fucking Beautiful. matches though. Uh, and it's sort of interesting, even outside of the obvious team angle comparisons that are going to come from pairing him back with Chad Gable. There actually is like a solid history of like Minnesota wrestling. Speaking of with that, have you heard the rumors about angle? Uh, he's really a, just a, just a massive pile of cockroaches inside a, a skin suit. No, um, he he actually they've genetically proven he's a thumb. Oh, okay, this is true. But sorry, um, his uh his half thumb son, uh, and him are gonna fight at WrestleMania. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Where uh, he had blackmail on him or something. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to say blackmail. Oops. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that came out wrong. It was a black female, <laughs> Zach. Um, ha, 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 it's great. Uh, <laughs> Vince, hire me. I'm available. <laughs> um, yeah, where Jason Jordan comes out to have been uh, coercing Kurt Angle to claim him as his son. Yeah, I mean that's dumb, but it's a dumb angle. It was a dumb angle to start with. So, well, Angle's a dumb angle. <laughs> so Shelton Benjamin, it's good. It's back, and yeah, it's good. Where's Where's my uh, AJ Styles versus Kurt Angle match? Ooh, that happened in TNA more than a few times. So yeah, but when they were younger, so go them as old men. I'm down. Oh, you're down to watch that? I'm fucking down. AJ's still good. Angle's still angle. Angle. He's still willing. I don't know if he's good. He's, He'll jump off he, of things. He still tries. He still... <laughs> I thought you were going to hey, say where's... That man will still do a moonsault. Yeah. No, he will. And they, they're good to not let him because they got to save it for his hot, hot feud with Jason Jordan. Um, The Baron Corbin. Yeah, demoted to referee. Oh, and the U.S. title. That's pretty hilarious. Like, Enzo was interesting, and Enzo was funny because he's such a fuck-up, he actually can't help but win. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's probably going to have a successful program with Neville, because that show is the only thing hurting more than he is. Um, but Corbin going to... They pump the brakes so hard on Corbin. Like, it's kind of hilarious. Now he's going to contend and lose, which is... This isn't bad. This is kind of where Corbin should have gone next, you know, the whole time. The whole time. Yeah, like back at Mania. I feel like they just brought it to where it should have been like three months ago. At Mania when he was going to face Ambrose for the IC title. He should have just won it. He just won it. 
Why they didn't go through with that, I'll never know. So this this will be fine because Corbin gets his uh, title run against better workers so he can keep working and doing his thing and finding his footing, and, and it's fine. And it's still Baron Corbin beats up on indie geeks. Yep. So I think this works out. I like it. Do you? Where do you put Bobby Roode in that mix? Bobby Roode. Does he go up? He goes up. To fight Shinsuke Nakamura again? Yes. Ooh. I mean, it's not good, but it'll be stable. It'll at least be a stable SmackDown main event scene. Right up they fight? Roode fights AJ again? Yeah, Roode fights AJ. You know? Fuck. On Raw, though, they teased... I mean, I know they're doing, like, Reigns, uh, fucking Cena. Yeah. But Cena was teased to fight Samoa Joe. Oh, yeah. And that was like... No, that's gonna be good. Oh, please, please, please. Please. I think, I think they... I think everyone knows that a Joe Cena program would be good. I guess it's just, what do you do with these other... NXT call-ups, these other post-TNA NXT call-ups and these these guys in their upper 30s. Like, what do we do with them? Because you don't... Vince is going to, like, look at them and look at the younger dudes, his pet projects, and not want to put give them too much. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure Shinsuke will win the title on some fucking random SmackDown in a month just because he dis, he Vince gets called on gender. Right. Well... Yeah, all all of this is things that I'm, like, hopeful for. But, I mean, all of these things are also things that I'm like, mm, we just got to fucking wait and see how it plays out, yeah. you know? Like, let's just see what happens here. Because the moment I get my hopes up for something in WWE, they just swerve it. It's like they go, oh, people like this. Oh, can't hand it. We can't can have that. Can't have nice things. Well, don't worry, because the moment you like something in UFC, that also goes wrong, too. So Yeah, but that's because it's a real sport. <laughs> uh, you're funny. That's ooh. the joke. That's the joke. Of the uh, them's the jokes, sons. All right. Well, Speaking I of think, which. I think we, yeah, we're all done with WWE for now, so... Yeah, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're talking bones, baby. suspension that scans that's good that's good yeah okay so everybody drugs maybe you've heard of them some people like them some people don't so drugs are the things that make uh all of your problems uh, go away go away they make you with... a better they they make you happier they smarter 
you think faster and you do better fights. So in um, in closing, drugs are good. Do drugs. The end. Okay, moving on to the next segment. Moving on. No, Bones so, did nothing wrong. So John Jones won't. Uh, I I honestly well, actually, think actually no. I honestly think that he in this case he might not have. We'll get there because um, it's weird. Let's let's yes. let's talk about it. Let, let's start at the beginning okay, here. For so the UFC who, was founded in 1991. Is the let's let's not go that far back. John Bon Jovi. <laughs> John's Bon Jovi. John's Bon Jovi. Um, he just fought uh, Daniel Cormier for the second time. Daniel Cormier. He's a fucking badass. Um, he's a small tank of a man who is a pretty good. What are they? Light heavyweights. What um, division are they heavy? They're they're light heavyweights. They're light heavyweights. So uh, yeah, two hundred five is the maximum weight. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but good light good light heavyweights. Um, yep. And so, blah blah blah. Bones comes off of his suspension. Yeah. So, um, Bones uh, was going to fight. So he had already fought Daniel Cormier. What Daniel Cormier was was fucking title holder. He's you know he's undefeated. He's a fucking badass. And uh, basically, Jones beat him for that, and that's uh, always been Daniel Cormier's blemish on his record. Yeah. Well, uh, they Daniel Cormier ended up getting the title after John Jones was stripped of it after some fucking huge episode with a drug binge. Uh, John Jones uh, fucking broke the arm of a pregnant a woman, woman in, in a car wreck. And yeah, and a hit and run. It's bad. It's coke in his system. Bones Bones had problems. And like, I mean, there's a few things in the in the hype up. To they were supposed to do a fight a year ago, and this was going to be the big return of John Jones. Um, and like I remember, a shit ton of things were said. John Jones actually said to Daniel Cormier uh, in the hype up to that, like, "Motherfucker, I beat you while I was high on cocaine." Like, it's like, God damn, this dude is the fuck. Yeah, but he got busted. Uh, for roids, and he he failed his uh failed a he failed test. his drug test. Um, he had a one year USADA suspension, and uh yeah, and that was two days before the fight. Cormier ended up fighting Anderson Silva instead. Because um, that was two hundred. Yes, because we saw that. Yeah. Yes, we did. Um, and that also had because the two that were busted were Jones, and, and then Lesnar was busted a little while afterward. Yeah, for two minutes. Um, uh, so, all of this to say, Jones comes back, fights Cormier, beats him a month ago, right? Yes, about a month ago, he comes back, he says he's turned over a new leaf, and then uh, he gets busted just this week, uh, the USADA drug test that came through. Or an in, an in competition drug test. Yes, this was the, the announced drug test announced between drug test on the day of the weigh-in. Yes. Right after the weigh-in. It's yeah. post-weigh-in pre-fight yeah. drug test. It came in a month afterward and he 
They probably came in about two weeks ago when they've been, like, sitting there and testing the A sample over and over again. Um, But, I mean, they've been sitting on this for a minute, and finally they came through with it, and it's like, this guy uh, failed. And um, the the steroid he had, how's it pronounced? Turinabol, I believe. So... A uh, little, little bit of Wikipedia uh, leads me to say that this was a drug that was made... It's a, it's an anabolic steroid that was made, uh, used frequently uh, in East Germany in the, in 60s. the 1960s. Yeah, that's some fucking because, Soviet-ass shit. Yes. It went around a lot of drug tests and... It was used primarily for bodybuilding competitions. Yeah. Because it was about uh, making weight while still keeping muscle mass and strength. Um, that's entirely what it was about. You know, you, you lose weight, but, you know, you keep strength. And a lot of fighters really like that type of steroid because... Uh, it's great for when you're fighting in a weight cut yeah. division. Yeah. You know? And Jones, I mean, it kind of makes sense in that Jones never had any problems losing weight. And suddenly, like, even though people gave uh, Cormier shit about it, like, Cormier is an older guy, one. Well, well yeah, he's what? He's, what is, he, is he 40 yet? Is he just in his upper 30s? I think he's in his upper thirties. He might be forty. Well, yeah, Bones has several is several years younger than him. Yes, and Cormier. Just a, uh, I mean, he he's a bit older. He's a bit older, but he's a bit shorter. He doesn't carry. He's like his yeah. frame's different. You know, his frame's very so different. Cormier always looks like a little. He's always just looks like a stockier dude. So yeah, he's but, had weight cutting issues. Yeah, he's had a lot of weight cutting issues, and Jones loses a lot of weight on that frame, but. Um, you know, as it turns out, it may be very possible, and because of the time frame of this, like his John Jones's manager is saying, you know, all the shit is uh, bullshit. Um, you know, how long does how long does the turn of all take? It's it the time frame on that is like what'd you say? What three weeks? Three weeks? But it's at least a three week so, minimum. Well, he would be taking it. He would be taking it immediately after the two drug tests he had, because it's in the last two weeks that he would have uh, been using it frequently. Well, is what have come to discover. So actually, I was saying before it doesn't make any sense. Like I know that in conversations we've been talking about this, like yeah. that it doesn't make any sense, but it actually does. Well, when were the... it takes? It doesn't take long for that kind of drug to kick in and start being useful. Okay, because it's a weight cutting drug. So, it's entirely a matter of, you know, he probably, it's very possible that this was motivated because he took it to keep up his strength while he was cutting weight. Well, so it's, when when were the unannounced drug tests, though? Because that's sort of the, the wrangle there. So, they it, were, they were in, uh, fuck, they were in, like, early, early July, like okay, July first. So okay, so they weren't later in the month before the fight came on. They were, they were like four weeks out from the oh, fight, okay. three or All four right. weeks out. Well, because the other theory that I've heard is that him being so uh, losing all his water weight to cut kind of would have, um, what's the word? 
what trace amounts would have been left in his system would have been concentrated. So that's could could they they could have picked it up. Trait on the CDNT is how they could have tracked that. Well, which is why they're testing the B sample. We'll see. But uh, all of this to say, that's why Dana White isn't optimistic about well, it. But we'll see. All of this to say. John Jones, who a lot of people call the best fighter in the world, who had a very legitimate claim to being one of certainly one of the best, um, could possibly have been, you know, fucking busted for drugs again. Um, and as his second infraction with USADA and the CS, this is his third. Oh, third. I can't remember. Um, th- this one is his the, third fight. He's got coke. a motherfucking track record. Yeah. Okay. One for the coke, one for the last set of steroids. Okay. Well, because he's had some for... Uh, f- this has been for anabolics, but he had some shit for uh, for diuretics before. Um, I guess it's his second for performance enhancing because the coke would have been a separate yes, kind of... Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. So all of this to get to it is basically one of the biggest names in UFC's heavyweight division one of the few not whatever 40 isn't old to be an athlete it's a it's it's you're getting up there to be a full-time athlete you know but fighters it's a little bit different 40 isn't exactly old but one of the young names of the UFC heavyweights division probably the biggest young name is now out again Apparently fucked up on his drug test and is just you know he do, he done did it again. I don't know what else to say. This is Jones. We know this. He's done this before. Um, <laughs> he called out our our friend Brock Lesnar in a in a, a post fight conference. And everybody thought that that's where everything was going. That Lesnar was probably going to uh, sign under Usada again. Get that. Yeah, getting you know. the rest of his doping suspension out of the way. Because we know, wrestling fans know he's going back to UFC. Mm-hmm. It's happening. WWE well, needs heavy, or sorry, UFC needs big name heavyweights. Because UFC is hurting for stars right now. You know, Rousey, McGregor. That's why they got to keep signing guys like Lesnar and George St. Pierre and like all well, these dudes. Okay, so they're bringing back GSP. But this is how you know that it's getting to like kind of a desperate point. It's that Dana White isn't even making an effort to hide his motivations behind things. Like, fuck, Woodley is champion right now. Yeah. And he isn't letting Woodley fight because uh, Woodley is playing it too safe in his fights. He's not being entertaining enough. Um, Like, that's how... Dana is just like fucking yeah the, you know, to the point we need showman you can't just be a because fighter. Woodley was supposed to be the one to fight GSP and yeah and they're like fuck that no because you're not gonna show up to fucking fight you're not gonna yeah you're not gonna give us a show so and that's what we need so the plan was ostensibly um Jones and Lesnar for a big fight down the road sometime next year um this looks to be very much in uh, crisis uh, because if Bones comes back very likely um, positive for more drugs, that fight's off the table. And at at minimum, what is the minimum? P- 
punishment Jones could get for his USADA if they give him the benefit of doubt is what another year ban. Okay, so there is a possibility. I mean, here's here's the thing though. For somebody like like Junior Dos Santos was just busted. That guy, while it's possible he's been doping for fucking years. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people are now saying like this guy's been doping for a long ass time. He just now got busted for it and doesn't have a track record of it. So it's very possible that him saying and appealing it with, I took tainted supplements. I unknowingly took tainted supplements. If he says that, then USADA can give him the benefit of the doubt and won't give him a suspension. Probably just make him forfeit his purse. Um, and then that would be it. Yeah. But for Jones, the issue is he has a track record of it, so it's very hard to believe that this guy well, um, isn't beyond doing this. So even if they buy the tainted supplement thing, even if he can definitively prove it, yeah. proving that he didn't know it, yeah. is fucking difficult, especially with his track record. So, under that, like, if they give him the benefit of the doubt, they're still going to make him forfeit his purse. Of course. He'll still get probably get a hefty fee of, yeah. you know, his fine is probably going to be uh, half a mil. Yeah. Um, And he would probably serve a one-year suspension. Uh, and, I mean relinquishing the title no matter what oh, of course he's gonna have to he'll be stripped of the title it'll probably go back to Cormier and they'll probably overturn the Cormier fight decision and yeah, say yeah, that just, Jones was disqualified well, no contest or at least it was just so that's well that's not best case scenario best case scenario is his beep samples come back clean but worst case scenario oh yeah worst case scenario he's suspended how old is he? Uh, shit. Let me find it. Yeah, please. Uh, I believe he is... Jonathan Dwight Jones is, um... Jesus Christ, where is it? Age 30. Dude's, dude is my age. So, it's very possible that he will get suspended for... Four years. There's going to be a forfeiture of his purse, the title, fine of half a mil. Uh, then on top of that, there's a possibility if Cormier wants to, if he feels, uh, you know, because fuck, Mark Hunt did the same thing to Brock Lesnar. And because Mark Hunt is very anti-doping. Yeah. He is so hardcore anti-steroids. Yeah. And, um, you know, Cormier, I mean, fuck, man. Cormier like could potentially press charges. He, he could press charges uh, for battery, and also oh. he could he could sue him for so much fucking more. Okay, see, I'm, this is interesting to me because I'm not, I'm not entirely convinced the legal standing... Of suing someone for getting beat hard in a fight. Because you're professional fighters. I don't no. understand the doping angle. The reason why is because if he was proven 
to be doping. Cormier consented to a fight with some. He okay, yeah, so he, he wasn't consenting to a fight. With he him consented to a sanctioned fight, and now suddenly this is not sanctioned because the guy was on fucking dope. So this I'm is just, now fraud. He can sue uh, for fraud. It's, it's it's more. It's still something. It's something that the parties would settle out of court for. That's something you play to get a, a, a settlement immediately. Like, I would be sort of... Cormier, how he's received all of this news, though, because that's what's coming out over the following days. And hell, I even listened uh, early this morning to his exchange on Fox Sports uh, with Woodley and with yeah. um, two other fucking people, I forget. But his... um. His uh, little exchange, wow, he is running a gamut of emotions. Um, and he said he's dealing with, um, you know, he doesn't want to assume the worst out of the guy. And also he kind of said, I mean, he kind of implied, like, even if he was fucking doping, like, I... It wasn't that I succumbed to his immense strength. You know, I succumbed yeah, to, his, to his fight IQ. Yeah, fight smarts. Yeah, no, he was he he got out he got out smart. He it was a better fighter. Jones is still a good fighter, even if he has been doping. Um Because again, he set him up brilliantly for a high kick by just hitting him with low kicks the entire match. It was his whole it was an interesting interesting uh to see that man in work, you know he's something special, and to keep seeing him fuck it up with drugs, apparently, it's very frustrating, but you can't really take it away from the guy that he's good at what he does. Um, He has a chance. The problem is, is Dana's not going to give him another chance. It's very possible that... Here's my deal. You know Dana White is cursing his PR move to pair with Usada. He is he is cursing that deal. Um because I mean honestly, there's a part of me that even goes like these fucking guys you know are putting their bodies on the line in these championships for what? Like like sports in general is kind of just entertainment, isn't it? Basically. Like, you're not doing that shit except for the fucking spectators. Yeah. So, to me, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't care whether or not John Jones is on steroids. Uh, yeah, I mean... I honestly don't. What I want to see? Fuck, give me Brock Lesnar, well, like, doped up to 290 yeah, going, he, Brock Smash. I just want him to go full Bane. Yeah, you know, because well, here's, here's, here's the thing. Um... It was supposed to be a Lesnar-Jones big money match because those are big names and they need it and it'd be sell a pay-per-view and it'd be cool. Um, yeah, I mean, is could we not do something with the fact that they're both doping cheaters? Can we just say, mm. hey, you know? UFC has a chance for... Because here's, here's the other issue ultimately with UFC right now. They have no fucking names anymore. Yeah, you know Rousey's name is garbage because what she's the 
she's she's the host of that like celebrity showdown thing. Well, they let Rousey ne- network star showdown. They helped demolish Rousey. They I don't know why they helped tear down Rousey, but they did. Well, they, they could have done more to protect that, and they didn't. Well, they put her up against Holly Holm because that was either going to they thought that was either going to make Holly Holm a fucking rock star. Which... There's still a chance. Mm-hmm. I was just about to say, there's still a chance. Well, and how you do it? Well, who's the one that who beat who won it off a of home at UFC 200? Tate. No, it wasn't. There was somebody else. The the Brazilian lady. No, 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 no. Home lost to Tate. Tate lost to Nunes at 200. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Nunes, like Nunes was cool. That was a hell of a fight. Yeah, but Nunez is avoiding fights right now. She was supposed to fight at 214. She was supposed to be on that card. Okay. And she... Did, did you hear about this? No. She fucking... She um, went in, like, at weigh-in, she started playing sick. Yeah. And then the morning of the fight, I believe, she uh, said... Uh, she kept telling Dana, like, I feel sick, I feel sick. And then... Uh, she went into the hospital, but like they kept telling, like the doctor kept saying she's medically cleared, she can fight. Yeah, but she kept saying, "I just, I feel terrible. Yeah, I feel she's, sick." She's just, yeah. Well, it's they gambled and lost with Rousey and didn't do enough to protect that name, and now where they had a big star in their in their females welterweights that they they don't anymore. Bantamweights. Bantamweights. Oh. Sorry, welter is well. Sorry, bantam. You're right. Fucking that up. So, um, Holly Holm, though, has a chance because she beat Rousey. And sure, she's had a tough run lately, but not really. Like, she's, I think that she's won her last couple fights. Like, she just lost against Tate, was all. She had a short title run. But if she were to, uh, I mean, this is... It's probably not going to happen, but if she were to fight Cyborg, which is what they want to happen, like, Holmes down, Cyborg's down, if Holm were to beat Cyborg, then that is... You know, this is the this is the woman who knocked out Rousey. This is the woman who put okay, away yeah, Cyborg. Yeah, the, well, the next you know, biggest name in women fighting that they have is cyborg so exactly maybe. but they don't but the problem is that they still have to make that they still have yeah. to make they lost rousey and they don't have a rousey to replace her i don't know it's it's difficult because you got guys like fucking they'd have more it's the terrible thing is they that if they keep bones. if they fucking just ditched usada and just let steroids happen you know just kept real quiet about no, it like don't do that that's terrible but i mean i'm just saying you fucking like oh, like Overeem, dude. When Overeem fought Brock Lesnar, like that shit was because Brock Lesnar had just gotten out of surgery and had like yeah. fucking had so like a, just kept... three feet of colon yeah. removed from him. Yeah, yeah. Um. So like, fucking uh, Overeem like, and he was Uberim at that point. He was just fucking massive, and he. He was just like, oh, you just had surgery? Boom! Yeah, kick to the yeah, gut. Yeah. Boom! Kick to the yeah. gut. Ooh. Oops, sorry. Did you have lower intestine there? Haha, <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore, motherfucker. Well, no, it's just the fact that they don't, they don't have names 
They lost Rousey. They're losing McGregor to boxing. I mean, we'll see how much they can actually keep him in. Bones is busted for drugs. Lesnar uh, doesn't want to do anything. He wants to take it easy. He only wants to fight when he wants to fight. And and he wants to make money is the issue. Lesnar won't work for not money. Lesnar would work against John Jones because that is a $15 million fight. I know, of course. That is going to be more money than he makes in WWE per year. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot harder work, but... But if he were to do, you know, like he could fight like Stipe Miocic and that would be a fight. That's a, that's like, that's still your next biggest heavyweight name that's still in the company. Mm, I mean, there's Overeem again, but why would Lesnar do that to himself again? I don't think a rematch is exciting. Against Overeem, no. Listen, but Lesnar, that gets Lesnar, what? a fifth of the payday it would be for Jones. It's like... Not even. He'd get, like, two mil. Yeah, it's not... So, I don't know if he'd do it. He'd just fuck back off to his mountain and then, like, throw bears around like he does. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's... UFC... It's interesting. They're in a... They're in a real precarious spot because they don't have a lot of names and a lot of the names that they do have left are drifting away from the company. You know, whether they have better opportunities or easier work environments or um you know uh they keep getting busted for drugs i don't know Mm. (laughs) we'll see it's bad um because the biggest name in ufc left standing right now uh fights uh uh, one of the best boxers of all time tomorrow and what is sure to be a stupid fucking clusterfuck um and we're about to talk about it. We're going to talk about that here. After this break! Connor motherfucking McGregor. No, no. Take it again. Try that. You got to say it right this time. So, the notorious Connor motherfucking McGregor. Uh, no, okay, you're close, but you need to put a little Irish on it. What? What did you do? Where's my lucky charms? The notorious Connor fucking McGregor. Is fighting Floyd goddamn Mayweather. Um, money, money, Mayweather, and this is the stupidest thing to happen in boxing in like since Tyson Holyfield. Um, like we haven't even gotten to the fight, and it's already dumber than Tyson Holyfield. Yeah, it's it's dumb. It was entertaining to start with. It was entertaining when they were talking shit that first press conference was pretty choice like I think as wrestling fans we can appreciate this sort of thing that first press conference was good and then it just got weird cause like they Floyd, kept going back and forth and, it and just, Floyd kept calling him a faggot and, and it, it just got like this bad. They really weird say. and then Connor's like you can't read and that's like kind of funny but also kind of mean and then slightly racist and kind of also racist 
But like the fuck oh you boy. suit was good, and it just kind of they just they should have they kept going back to that well and they shouldn't have. But here we are, of all the sound and the fury and the hype and the rage and the you know the hints and the rumors, it's finally going down tomorrow. Man. So I want to run through in in the meet because here's the thing: we already know what's going to happen. Do we? We already know what's going to happen. Like, assuming everything is sane and proper in this universe. Okay. We already know Floyd Mayweather dies when a part of the scaffolding falls down and kills him. Yes. And then Conor McGregor wins the WWE Universal title. Precisely. Yes. Um. No, Um. we already know Floyd Mayweather is going, going to outbox... Amateur yes. boxer. If everything is right and sane, in and there is a god in this universe, which you know that's not true. Yes. None of that's true. If that is correct, Mayweather then wins. Th- how this is going to go is the fight's going to go eight rounds because Floyd's going to let it go eight he's rounds. He's going to fuck around for four rounds and then play on with the him. eighth round. He's, he's going to outbox yeah. him and score so many points. He- that they stop the fight yeah. and just declare Floyd winner. Yeah. Now, because tell how does how does a how does a Mayweather? Because for the people who don't follow boxing, in just broad Floyd strokes, Mayweather has a Mayweather fight. Um, so he is the number one pound for pound defensive boxer in the world ever. So in layman's terms, what that means. Is he's the most boring motherfucker <laughs> ever? Not. And a watching a match of his is like is less entertaining than watching three hours worth of C-SPAN. It's pretty terrible. Like it's it's garbage, um, dude. It was so bad that he even complained uh, and like apologized for his fight against Pacquiao. You know, because he said, wow, that was some boring fucking shit. Well, okay. But McGregor's a... McGregor. Mayweather is a consummate heel. He's a he's a boxing heel. Because here's what he does. He'll hug you. He'll block. He won't punch. He'll hug you. He'll get pulled off. He won't punch. He'll dance around. And he'll do that for four rounds while he learns how you try to... How you fight. How you're going to try to crack that. He'll just download. He'll download Down. while you tire yourself out because that man, I think, is a living weapon. I think he's been raised since the womb to be the best boxer he, in the world. He has. He has. Between his father and his uncle, that man, like, since he was, since he could learn to walk, he was being taught how to box. How to, yeah. So he's, I mean, he's a talent and he is literally undefeated. This is 49-0. and 0. Um, But it doesn't make for good... It hasn't made for good shows at all, which is why because he protects his record. Well, no, but which is why he got smart and turned heel. And then it's like, ah, who's going to step up and beat the champ? Who's going to come? Who's going to take the title off of Ric Flair this time? Is it Dusty Rhodes? He's also uh, like because he's actually kind of a real life like Ted DiBiase, Ric Flair kind of character. Well, yeah, because this motherfucker like spends money on ludicrous shit. Stupid. It's dumb. Like he actually literally bought Ludacris. Like Ludacris just lives at his house. Hey, yo, what's up? Hi, I'm Luda. <laughs> hey, Floyd Mayweather owns me. Hey, what's up? Um, yeah, and like. He buys a new wife to beat every month. Pretty much. 
Um, and Conor McGregor steps up to challenge him, who he's not even the best UFC guy. No, he's just... No, he's not. He is not the best fighter. He's, he's not the best, he's not not even the best even fighter in his weight class. He's not a great fighter. Like, he was really good in the featherweight division, but as soon as he, as, he as soon as he moved up, like, he's competitive, like, competitive as fuck against Nate Diaz, who is, like, number 14 <laughs> in that weight class. What, what, but let's talk about this. What does McGregor bring to the table as a fighter? What does McGregor do in his UFC fights? What does he have? He's got a pretty good left. Uh, he he's got a pretty solid chin. Um, he's a what? He's a pretty decent striker. You know, he is. He's a really good striker. His ground game is garbage. Well, okay, um, but but how much of his strike game is his kicks though? Uh, a lot. And that's he's actually like what he was infamous for was. They called him the Irish hipster kicker. Like, that's that's what he was known for. Well, because, I mean, he'll kick you, he'll kick the shit out of you, to bring you in close, and then he'll well, polish you off what with, he's a, the, with his left. Well, what he's the master of, though, also, because he's finished off a lot of fights with his kicks, too, mm. with his high kick. And he, what he's the master of is throwing a punch, and you're blocking the punch, and what he's doing behind that fist... Is he's masking the yeah. fucking left leg that That's is about, about to come to, up? Yeah, yeah. So and if you're seeing a problem, swipe. if you're seeing a problem here with Connor's game plan, um, it's the fact that uh, he's gonna be boxing. And uh, now there's a few things like because I just want to run down why everything we know may potentially be wrong, and there is no God, and. It's a very, like, it's still very possible. Like, not plausible, but possible that McGregor could win. All right, let's... Not a fucking chance. Let's fucking hear it. I'm an idiot for even saying that sentence. Let's hear it from the peanut gallery. So, here's the media's case. So, one, number one. Chemtrails. (laughs) <laughs> Number one, nine eleven was an inside, inside job. job. Floyd Mayweather funded it. No, um, Floyd Mayweather has very brittle hands. What does that mean? It means. Please explain that, to me what the fuck that means. It means that when he punches, he breaks every bone in his body. <laughs> yes, actually. Um, they talk about him in sparring sessions and in workouts when he's like on a punching bag and stuff. Like he's been he's, punching for so many years, his bones are falling apart. Yes, right? yeah, his no. his hands break so easily. Um, and there's there's a, this is what I was going to say uh, earlier about the about the Enzo thing. Uh, still, like I think that that's a possibility for what will happen uh, in this fight. Um, come tomorrow. Mayweather is like, has to have a medical stoppage. <laughs> well, Mayweather, not even just because it's possible. He'll fight through that. I mean, he has before numerous times. But because that dude, like, on punching bags, like, he'll break his hand. And, like, he, they say that, like, immediately after, even now, like, even when he doesn't break his hands, he has to, like, fucking soak his hands in ice for a while. And then, like, 
at night he actually has like a masseuse massage his hands like every fucking night. So he has ludicrous massage his hands every yes, night. Yes, ludicrous massages his hands every night. Let's talk about um, it, Floyd. Oh, so I punched that so hard. So my hands can, are so sore. I can just see that fight going like in the first round. Like Floyd tries to knock him out to end it quickly, and he punches that big dumb forehead on Conor McGregor, like just that fucking yeah. Neanderthal forehead, and like just ends up, up breaking his hand. Well, and McGregor feels the hand break. Through the glove because I mean they're wearing thinner gloves than eight ounces, not the regulation they again. Got, they got fucking cocky on this fight, dude. Like Mayweather got cocky. Eight ounce gloves, short notice, and at one fifty five. Yeah, it actually makes Mayweather cut weight. Like Mayweather actually has to drop down to McGregor's, right? Other way around. Oh shit. So how's he cocky? Oh, do you have to put on? Okay, whatever, whatever. Mayweather is well. This is this is McGregor's comfy weight. Yeah, okay, it's comfy. Yeah, May. Sorry, you're right. It's comfy for McGregor. Sorry, because I was thinking Mayweather about, has to move up. I was thinking McGregor moving up for UFC. No, you're right. Yeah, Mayweather's no. got to move up. He's a, yeah, he's doing everything he can to accommodate McGregor. Yeah, and in this like I can just see that thing happening. He just throws that punch. Like yeah. his fucking hands, he's throwing well, jabs, he's, and then McGregor senses that, and he's like, "Oh!" He just starts talking to him during that fight. He just starts fucking. Oh, like, did you hurt your, Oh, did the little baby hurt his hand? Oh, oh you fucking you hurt me. your oh, hand, you your boy! Like you know that he would fucking call him boy. Yeah, some in that fight racist too. stuff. Just some That's shit like that. Throw that in. Fortunate. Pepper that into the fight. McGregor is pretty famous for taking. Blows to the face. Like, I, I mean, yes. I always felt like McGregor takes a little too much on the chin, but so yes. it might work. But, I mean, it's why he's not going to get knocked out. Okay. He's yeah. not going to get knocked out by Floyd. Um, Floyd doesn't knock people out, dude. He's knocked out like two people. He's knocked out two people. Floyd will break his hand on McGregor's face just to win points. <laughs> and then. And then we'll end up like, you know, McGregor will just bait him from that point. Uh, point two, and to add to that scenario, yeah. um, there's a rumor. Now, this may very well be how fucking smart Floyd Mayweather is, but it may very well not be. Because um, this could just be a fabricated story to sell the fight. Yeah. To convince me to buy this fucking fight, which it has. Looks like it worked. Um. Because there's a rumor floating around for the past two weeks. Uh, it was actually earlier this week um, that Floyd Mayweather got knocked out by Zab Judah. What? Um, so Zab Judah and Floyd Mayweather. Uh, What's the Star Wars shit? They're they're buddies, um, and Zab uh, apparently because he's a, he's a sparring partner. Okay, thank you. Um, it's an and intergalactic bounty they've, hunter. They've fought numerous times, like in actual in the actual leagues, but fucking, uh, they're actually like he's now a sparring partner. And they say Zab got him. Well, yeah. What they said was, uh, Zab mimicked uh, what they've what they've seen of McGregor in his boxing moments in UFC and what they've seen out of clips from yeah, him yeah. against like Pauly and stuff. Oh, and, and it's a perfect, oh no, oh no, it's the perfect match. Uh-oh, uh-oh, he's got the counter. He's got well, the counter. Yeah. 
What they said was Zab mimicked that precisely, and they, and basically, um, Floyd lost his temper, and they started fucking actually, like, really fighting each other like that, and, um, Zab knocked Floyd to his feet, and Floyd, when he got knocked to his feet, kicked everybody out of his gym. Knocked to his feet. Or knocked off his feet. So. Oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Somebody's figured out, someone's figured out how to beat the figure four. How is Ric Flair going to get out of this one? Come on. Exactly. Come on. So, I mean, that's that's the story, is that Zab Judah knocked him out the week of this fight. Which, if Maybe. that's the fucking case. I mean, it's. Man. Dude, I mean, I I know that I know that you're like it's a fucking work. Everything's a work, which it absolutely is a work. But but what if it isn't? But what if it isn't? But what if it isn't? And I mean, what's also a fucking work is the uh, the the uh, Pauli Malanaji shit. So the, the the Paul Giamatti shit. Paul Giamatti is so ludicrous. Mayweather just bought Ludicrous outright. Yes, he owns him. McGregor only rents Paul Giamatti. Yes. No, um, he likes sideways, but he didn't really like it that much. So it's yeah. like, yeah, can you do weekends? Oh, wait, can oh, you just fucking do can the... Can we just hang around? Can you fucking do a fuck? Can you fucking do an Irish accent for once, Zach? Jesus Christ. Christ. Um, so I can just see, see, like, so the, this, this going really... Because, okay, so Paulie... Thank you. Paulie... Um, is McGregor's sparring partner for for a section here. Paulie has been doing uh, announcing uh, and shit like that. He's been kind of going around the circuit. Basically, he said a while back when this fight was announced, Paulie ended up saying some shit like, oh, I could fucking knock out Conor McGregor with one hand tied behind my back. And Conor McGregor stored that shit in his brain. Yeah. And so... His camp brought him in to spar. Yes, his camp asked Polly to help him out. Yeah, and Polly was like, "You know what? I will. I'll okay. help him out." Right. And so what they did was he did a small sparring sesh, and then they said, "Okay, we're gonna fly you back home." So they flew him back home. The next fucking morning, they said, "Okay, take a plane. We need you to come out again. And then we're gonna spar again." And he's like, "Holy shit! What? Okay, I barely got any sleep." So then he comes back in immediately fresh off the flight they say come to the gym right now he goes into the gym and they say okay you're gonna go 12 rounds with him so this then this is where they got this is where they got the footage of McGregor holding his own against fucking him up yeah because it wasn't just holding his own I mean cause Paulie was saying oh he knocked me down he didn't knock him down he fucking laid his ass out okay so that's not a work but that's a work I mean that's I mean, like they sabotaged Polly. Yeah, Polly got worked because he was he was not in fighting shape. He was fresh off of an airplane flight. Yeah, two flights in twenty four hours. And then, and the footage that they got was from the twelfth round. So none of this was fair yeah, to Polly. Deck stacking. But this was entirely designed for McGregor to fuck him up. And basically, McGregor said uh, in numerous statements, he said, no, uh, 
I just want to fuck him up. Like, he actually said that. Good. Okay. He's like, no, I, I I understand he was helping me, but he said some shit about me that I don't appreciate, so I just want to fuck him up a little. Good job. Great. Um, Honor. Awesome. And he did. Like, you see the combinations that he landed, but then again, if you're a world champion boxer, I don't care where you're at at any point in your life, you know, even if you're on a fucking week's worth of no sleep, like, if you're letting somebody, hand like, give you those kind of combinations like it's also, it's still work. It's still work. It's I mean just, yeah if, if he fucking knocked him out yeah so there's been a lot of there's been a lot of and I want to talk about this part specifically um I think we we kind of have the gist we have the basic story about how the fight's going to go I think what's been interested been most interesting to me is to see kind of the gamesmanship and the one-upsmanship and the media play outside of this fight kind of specifically how it relates to the like future of both of these guys in their respective sports because i mean it's been a this thing's been a train wreck forever because it's like oh i beat this guy this guy beat me his style's too perfect i can't do it um, where does boxing go after Mayweather retires fifty and zero? Where does Mayweather go if McGregor actually so beats him? Boxing. Where does McGregor go if he beats him? I can answer it like this. So, I'm in musical theater. I'm an actor, and. I appreciate greatly the world of classical music. And I can tell you right now that boxing will go the way of classical music pretty soon. And what I mean by that is it's a fucking fossil and it's been dead for a while. <laughs> and it's going to stay dead. Um... Boxing is just going to become a progressively less lucrative business. UFC is making a move up in the world. Um, and I'm willing to bet that mixed martial arts, that world, is going to become, after McGregor... The problem is, is that John Jones fucked it up. John Jones was going to be the guy who was going to make MMA lucrative. Because he was doing it with Brock... You know, he had a plan yeah. with Brock Lesnar. That they were going to make some multi-million dollar pockets. You know, those those purses were going to be so nice for both of them. Yeah. That they were just... That's how they were going to stack these cards from now on. But with him doing that, uh, he fucked up. Boxing right now makes that kind of money. But it's going to start making less and less and less. And then... MMA is going to be the business that is going to yeah. start into that kind of serious Well, because here's the thing. When it was... Because I'm thinking about the boxers of yesteryear. Because there was like... It was Mike Tyson. There was George Foreman. There was um, Evander Holyfield, you know? Like, I can name boxes 
Now, Mayweather's been around for a while, but there was also a Pacquiao. There was an Oscar de la Hoya. Like, there were, mm-hmm. there used to be names. I don't know a Not single anymore. fucking boxer besides Mayweather. There's nobody left, dude. Like. There's nobody fucking left. The casuals are all going to UFC. Exactly. I don't I think they'll be. There's still boxing fans who who were like, I fucking boxing love is yeah, boxing. It's becoming, but they're niche. old. Well, it's, it's it's like WWE. Like everybody's old and dying. Well, but here's what I'm afraid they don't have. I think boxing doesn't, and it's the question of real sports versus fake sports. Because wrestling is a performance. There's a consistency in delivering. You know what I mean? And delivering shows and contents, ensuring things last for as long as you can manage them. That comes with scripting everything um does boxing have indie wrestling is there such a thing as uh watching people um do dive dives are there are there boxing will ospreys no 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 there's no feeder league for it i feel so there's like i mean there's like several different leagues but like it's not like they do anything more exciting yeah it's boxing like you got to understand that there's not really, you don't box for the entertainment value of no, it. No, no, boxing is. I mean, it's that's a, an it's, old school gentleman's sport. No, it's the sweet science. Boxing is a, a very respected, you know, combat sport. It's an old yes, yeah. So that's why it's not, uh, it, and it has such strict rules because, yeah. like, man, like. Where where are the spinning back fists and the because you, you know what the fucking what the fucking dive league is and that is MMA yeah that's what it is and I think I think I have to feel like McGregor Mayweather Mayweather is the logical endpoint to boxing and I think McGregor Mayweather is the logical endpoint to Mayweather because it's like if it's not to speak ill of boxing but if it is so hidebound and pointing itself at not expanding its base like UFC can, you're eventually mm-hmm. going to have somebody like Mayweather who just starts cannibalizing the rest of it, who exploits these rules. But once he's gone, what do you do? He's beaten literally everybody because the rules are set up in such a way that he can. Yes. You have nowhere to transfer that heat to. Um, so you go outside the sport and you'll find someone like Mayweather who's savvier. Mayweather, fuck, I keep these backwards. You find someone like McGregor who's savvier in a more, whatever, a, a different dive league sport who can do outlandish things like this and it doesn't matter, you know? So I feel bad. I have a question. Huh? Just with, okay, because here's, here's the other, the last point. Conor McGregor is it? bigger than most opponents that Floyd has had. Floyd is approaching 41. Okay. Um, His hands are brittle. They're fighting on 8-ounce gloves. The fight was taken on really short notice. Like, there's... At the same time, like, if Floyd wins, there's no excuse from Conor McGregor. He's been outclassed. Yeah, he literally had everything. But at the same time, Floyd has every excuse if he loses. Yeah. So with that question, who wins tomorrow? 
Like, can we be Nosferatu's about this? Like, not only who wins, but honestly, how unentertaining do you think this fight will be? How much of a waste of our money is this fight going to be tomorrow? Honestly. I got to put a pin in this question for a second. Did you say Nosferatu's? Nostradamus. <laughs> you said Nosferatu's. Nosferatu could also see into the future. <laughs> of course he could. I read it's in my extended Nosferatu fan canon. It's yes. in my he's in my fanfic. Uh, the, you guys don't know about my comics that I've been writing. Yeah, he's, yeah we've been writing comics. Um, I'm fucking tired. I'm fucking tired. I'm so fucking tired. I'm taking a nap after this. God damn. Um, who wins? Uh, nobody. No. Okay. Do you want everybody to... wins? Yeah. I mean, but... how literal, literally do you want me to be? Because both guys come away millions of dollars richer. So what's the bottom line here? Who gets the W? Who gets the W? Okay. And because the bottom line is a different question. Yeah. I mean, who gets the W? And. How worth it is this going to be to us? It's not going to be worth it. You really don't think so? Uh, okay. Okay. Something could happen here, man. May- Here's my call. Mayweather, I think he's had a lifetime to prepare for guys like this. He doesn't have to. He just has to not lose. You know what I mean? McGregor has mm-hmm. to win. Well, I don't know. Whatever. I think I think Mayweather's more than capable of outlasting a guy, even as... Mm-hmm athletically talented as McGregor. There's something we're missing from this equation, man. Because I'll tell you, like, between the Cubs and the fucking presidential election, I think anything could fucking happen in this bizarro world we live in. Oh, yeah, we're in the darkest timeline. I get it, but I gotta pretend like we're not. Mayweather's smart enough to outlast. He'll probably win on points. Whatever. McGregor, he gets to protect his record, and McGregor gets to if make a good If this fight him. goes on for eight rounds, then that was worth my fucking money. Is it... It will be worth it to participate in the cultural zeitgeist that this fight will be in, and, like, being able to talk with your barber at the barber shop about, oh my god, that fucking fight, this blah blah blah, all that shit. Um, I am not expecting a good fight. <laughs> as far as what I find interesting in a boxing match, which is to say... Nothing. Just, <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Just fucking guys punching the fuck out of each other really hard. Um, It'll be... It won't be an, an explicitly exciting match for the boxing itself because I don't really know or appreciate the finer points of the sweet science, the mechanics, like I do wrestling in UFC. So I don't know if it's going to be an exciting fight to watch, but it will be interesting to see this this spectacle. The spectacle of it will have been worth it. Because, come on, even bad wrestling is fun to watch. Get a bunch of people together, order a pizza, and just make fun of these guys flopping about. Just, well, you know? And precisely, it's like, we're going to crack open some fucking beers, order a fucking pizza... And then watch this fucking fight. This fucking train with these wreck. fucking idiots. Watch these fucking rich assholes punch the fuck out of each other. It'll you know, be fucking hilarious. I dig that. Yeah. 
Thanks. You made me feel better about this purchase we're going to make yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, about the uh, you made me feel better about this 100 bucks I could just as easily just shove up my ass and get as much out of precisely. I could have bought drugs with that. You could have. Why don't we buy drugs too? <laughs> get your dealer over here. It'll be even more fun. Hey, buddy. Hey. How about uh how about well fucking you give us the weed for free give and you don't got to pay for the Give fight. us some of that good good. And we'll get you in on this good fight. Anyway, this has been Fight Forever, the most drug-free podcast on the internet. Winners don't do drugs, except John Bon Jonesy. That guy's a huge winner. That guy is a winner. He Street, is. Street Fighter 2 lied to you. Winners Just do do drugs. Let him, let him win, guys. That, him, that's all I gotta say. Him and Brock Lesnar in the steroid division. Free John Jones. Free That's Jones. all I got. Free Jones. Free Bones. John Jones versus Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> John Jones versus Shinsuke Nakamura. That's a good fucking That'd be match. A cool fight. John Jones when he joins the Bullet Club. No, oh my God, this changes everything. <laughs> um, and Rousey is the first ever. Uh, female IWGP champion. Oh my god, that's actually even cooler. Dude, Rousey would fuck up some fucking, um, some of them fucking dojos. Dude, I just want to see her, like, make, uh, Kenny Omega tap out. Like, that's the shit right there. That's my fucking shit! It's gonna be so great when she's in WWE jobbing to Stephanie McMahon. Creator of the Women's yep. Revolution. Good job, Stephanie. Uh, the Women's Revolution. How did that turn out? Everyone hates Bailey. Well, three out of four ain't bad. Charlotte's okay. Becky's okay. Sasha's okay. Eh, so it's fine. And Bailey is. This has been fight forever. <laughs> if you like what we're doing, um, like, comment, and subscribe. We're on iTunes and SoundCloud. Um, at Fight Forever Pod or just Google Fight Forever Pod on your Apple Podcast app. Do it. Uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Fight Forever Pod. Um, if you know a wrestling fan or a fight fan, share this episode. Let them know that we're good and talk funny things talk, about good fight sports. Talk, talk to your friend. Come up to him. Say like, "Hello, Fronticus. Why is your name Fronticus? Because your last name is Butticus." Fronticus Butticus. You, okay. uh, you need to listen to this I'm, wrestling podcast. I'm gonna. You are too tired to make jokes officially now. Yes, I am. Uh, I'm gonna do. Um, Nosferatu. Uh, Nosferatu. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the music you hear uh, swelling up under my voice right now is by our, our good friend Ryder Johnson, and uh, all of our intertitle music has been provided by always. He's so gracious and ever so talented, Mo Goodly. Check My boy. Notes. It's not racist because he's. Oh shit, he's he's not white. Fuck. Oh shit, no, we, we need to edit I'm, this out. We're, okay, which one of these is your cord? I'm just going to pull your mic out. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, yeah. Uh, enjoy your fights. Good fights, good nights, everybody. Um, his wearing for some fucking bullshit this week, so um, we'll be back. We'll be back next week with the full run on this McGregor fight. It's gonna be real action packed, boys. Mm-hmm. So, um, take care of each other and do drugs. Here's the news.